This podcast is sponsored by ebookit.com, self-publishing solutions for the independent author and small press. Visit us today at ebookit.com. Welcome to the Toastmasters podcast, the official podcast of Toastmasters International. Hello, everybody. This is Greg Gazin. And I'm Ryan Levesque. (laughs) Ryan, what happens when two giants, Toastmasters International and Rotary International, create a strategic alliance. Well, I will tell you, a certain kind of magic happens with no disrespect to Disney. And today's guest is going to tell us about some of those magical moments. Ryan, who are we speaking with today? Our guest today is Kate McClare. Kate is Vice President Education for Miami Advanced Toastmasters in Miami, Florida. She runs a company called Kate's Copy, a writing and editing service. Kate has contributed to the Toastmaster magazine several times. Her most recent contribution appeared in the March 2022 issue, and it's called Toastmasters and Rotary, Stronger Together. Joining us from Hollywood, Florida, please welcome distinguished Toastmaster, Kate McClare. Welcome, Kate. Hi, thanks for having me. Welcome. So you're from Hollywood, but not the Hollywood a lot of people are thinking about. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm from the fun Hollywood. The fun one, huh? <laughs> Kate, to start us off, why Toastmasters and Rotary? What, in essence, is the goal of this strategic alliance that's been created? I think the goal seems to be to, or is, to create some synergies between the two organizations. They're very much focused on leadership uh, and service, maybe Rotary a little bit more, but they both are essentially leadership groups that either serve the public or they In Toastmasters' case, they inspire people to develop their leadership skills, which they can take to the outside world. So it sounds like they have a lot of synergies between them, but there's also an opportunity to fill each other's voids. In the article, it talks about enabling Toastmaster members to make new connections, contribute more to communities, and potentially elevate clubs, while allowing Rotary members to develop new communication and leadership skills. Yeah. One of the things that kept coming through in in a lot of the interviews was that they felt they were helping themselves while they were helping others. The Toastmasters that I spoke to, they got involved with Rotary Clubs to teach them communication and, and public speaking skills, considered it a great opportunity to polish their own skills. Speaking to a, a group of people and teaching them a skill you can't help but improve your own skills and your own leadership abilities. They felt that the the Rotary members were also teaching them about leadership. It was definitely a, a win-win for both organizations. Yeah, it makes sense. If you look at the mottos of the two organizations, Rotary, it's service above self. And of course, Toastmasters tagline, where leaders are made to be able to provide great service takes a certain amount of leadership. Yes, So, Kate, maybe perhaps for those people who may not be familiar with Rotary, very briefly, what does Rotary do? Rotary is an international public service-oriented organization that works with local communities to improve various aspects of their lives, health, environment. uh, Water is a big issue with them. For instance, I spoke to a, a gentleman in the UK who is a member of Rotary and he got interested in the alliance with Toastmasters because he is very interested, very active in campaigns against human trafficking. His Rotary Club has an offshoot that works on human trafficking. 
And he felt that the members of that organization could really use help in learning how to how to speak to groups and in their campaign against trafficking. So he is working on an, on developing his own alliance with Toastmasters in the UK to work on that, which I found really exciting. Wow. Yeah, that's a super important issue for sure. Yeah. Kate, as you shared this, I'm I'm thinking about how critical having strategic communication, having strong leadership skills would really come into play when we're dealing with something as challenging or something as important as human trafficking. Yeah, those public speaking skills are really essential in when you're talking about something like this. You really need to know how to make your issue felt, which is something I think Toastmasters is very good at, at getting people to really connect with their audience and make them feel the importance of the topic that they're speaking about. Rather than issuing dry statistics about trafficking and give some obvious and not terribly interesting numbers and and facts and figures, but to really make your point so that the audience feels it, which is, I think, one of the things that Toastmasters really does well, as I say. So that's what Toastmasters can give to campaigns like that. And in, in return, I was told by Toastmasters that they really respected and admired the project management skills that Rotary brings to its projects. I mean, they obviously, they have some real emotional drive too, but combining the two, the the Rotary's great organizational abilities, among others, among other things, and Toastmasters' ability to, to bring out the emotion and inspire and motivate an audience was is a, a great combination. Yeah. Practical applications in real life and in real mm-hmm. time. Wow. Yeah, I think that's one of the exciting things to me is because sometimes in Toastmasters, you can get the feeling that you're you're a bunch of people and for some reason you all get together once a week and give speeches. <laughs> and if that's all it were, it would frankly be a little weird, I think. But <laughs> The reason we're there is to learn how to give speeches to other people outside the club. And this is the perfect exercise. I think a lot of us, it's hard to take that step and find another audience other than the supportive, wonderful people that you meet with each week. So this is a great opportunity. One of the Toastmasters I spoke to mentioned it, said it's, you know, if you're looking for outside speaking opportunities, this is the sort of thing for you. Mm. Yeah. And leadership opportunities too. I mean, to take those skills you learn in Toastmasters and now Rotary gives you endless potential projects where you can actually go and serve. So I, I love the example you just gave of the the fight against human trafficking. And I'm, and I'm really excited to hear more about the alliances that are happening at the local level. Can you give us some more examples of how this is playing out in the real world between local Toastmasters clubs and Rotary International clubs? Two particular examples come to mind. One in Mauritius, in Port Louis, Port Louis Toastmasters and Port Louis Rotary. As it happens, both led by the same man. The person I spoke to, he's in a leadership role in both organizations. They started a relationship or sort of a sponsorship of a halfway house for teenagers. Both organizations got together and did some fundraising together for 
the halfway house. There was a club in Lima, Peru that started a, a youth program with Rotary and Toastmasters together. It was not exactly a gavel club or um, a youth leadership program, but it was similar to that. They started a, basically started a Toastmasters club for teenagers where they could teach speaking and leadership skills to the young people. And it included uh, a speaking contest. That's incredible. Yeah. So, and, and there's been varying levels of, of interest in Europe and Asia. There's been, there seems to be a lot of interest. I know in Australia, it's become very successful in Kenya. They're working very hard together. A, a district of Rotary in Nepal has a, an alliance where they've been holding joint webinars and, and talk about interest. There was one webinar that attracted about 3,000 people. So you know that the, the hunger is there for this sort of thing. 3,000 people. Kate, with all these interviews that you did with various leaders in both organizations around the globe, were there some common themes that emerged in terms of the feedback that you're getting from members who are involved with the Alliance? I think the most common theme was the one in which they, they help each other and they learn as much by teaching other people as they do themselves. And there was a real excitement to learn more. In Port Louis, one of the people I interviewed said that he, he's been in Toastmasters and Rotary for more than 30 years, but he still gets excited about, about learning new things. And there's always a new level to take something. And again, how both organizations can benefit each other. Kate, in the article you write about Laura Lobo, and she joined Rotary because of the Alliance. I'm curious, what was it that made her do that? I think her ultimate decision was that she wanted to do more service. And Rotary has a, a slightly more of a service element than Toastmasters does. She got involved because she was doing a level five project. She was working on her the pathway innovative planning. And she needed a service project to complete level five of that pathway. So she investigated Rotary. She just found it was a, a great organization. She ended up joining it. Laura is one of those Toastmasters who, for whom I think one or two clubs is not good enough. She's a member of two Toastmasters clubs. And then she's now a, a member of this. She's from Minnesota, by the way, Minnesota and North Dakota. So she's also a member of a Rotary Club in Minnesota. She was just very intrigued by the idea of working with both organizations. She liked the, the goodwill that she felt the two organizations create for each other. She is working very hard to get more alliances together with the two organizations. Now that she belongs to both Toastmasters and Rotary, she's probably doing promotions on both sides. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And I'm sure that she gets uh, frequently asked to do more. I wish I had asked her where she gets the energy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about Toastmasters, and it's probably true of Rotary. Once you get involved, you just it's such a great organization. The people are so supportive of each other and so invested in other people's success that you just kind of keep going and going. 
It sounds like there's lots of different synergies. I'm curious that besides projects, what are some of the other things that happen? Do Rotarians go to the Toastmaster meetings and vice versa? Do they have special events? Do they have joint meetings? What are some of the other things you you found out in your travels? It's pretty informal. I didn't find any joint meetings, but there's a lot of back and forth, people visiting each other's meetings. A lot of it is like Laura. They end up joining both organizations or they have already been in, in the two organizations separately and they just bring them together. This is still a pretty young alliance. And I think a lot of people are still trying to figure it out and what works for them. Like a lot of things in Toastmasters, it's very local. There's not a lot of rules in Toastmasters as far as how a meeting has to operate. I think this is a case like that where they, they kind of set up things for you know, say, here's here's an idea for how you can get more members or how you can engage with your community in a little different way and carve out some outside speaking opportunities for yourself. I think there are as many ways to to run this alliance as there are organizations doing it. Yeah, just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. Kate, I'd love to hear your advice for any Toastmasters who are listening or perhaps Rotarians who are listening who are interested in dipping their toe into this alliance and exploring the partnering organization. And keep in mind, not everyone wants to be a Laura Lobo (laughs) and dive into the deep end. Oh, yeah. What would you recommend as a first step for an individual member who wanted to cross over and get a taste of the other organization? Definitely visit a a club, a, a rotary club. I did that, oddly enough, before I knew about the alliance. I was just curious about Rotary. You know, you see those roadside signs with the Rotary emblem on them, where one of the things they do is help to keep the roads clean. I finally decided there happened to be a Rotary club in my neighborhood. Their meeting place was in, in my neighborhood. Of course, by the time I thought of visiting, the pandemic had arrived and everything was on Zoom. So I went to this meeting on Zoom with Rotary. It it reminded me a lot of Toastmasters. People, they were focused on a particular service project. So it was, it was all about that. I would recommend visiting a Rotary Club. There's probably one very near where your club meets and seeing if there's something you can share, some kind of synergy that you can bring, help bring together. Kate, I'd like to ask you a question that some of our listeners might be wondering about right now as they hear you talk about visiting a Rotary Club. When you attended that meeting, did it end with a high-pressure pitch for you to join Rotary International? (laughs) No, I don't think it did. Yeah, so you don't, so I guess you're wondering if that's something to be aware of. No, it was very friendly, and they invited me to come back, and they also did not ask me to be an officer. So (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) We don't call it a high-pressure pitch. We just call it a... An invitation to join. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, you know, at, at a club that I used to be a member of, the man who was, I think at the time he was either VPE or president, he ended every meeting telling the guests that it was such a, it was a, an incredible deal and worked out to, you know, $5 a month or something. And compared to Dale Carnegie and Tony Robbins and all these other, groups, you just can't beat the the deal you get with Toastmasters. 
And Kate, what is a good way for listeners to find out more about the Alliance and actually get involved? Where where do they go to learn more? An easy way to start would be to go to the Toastmasters.org and connect to the magazine. Toastmaster magazine has done a lot of articles on, on the Alliance. There are at least three or four that are linked to from my article in the current issue. They've been promoting it for a couple of years now, at least. And so that would be a, a good step. You can all, there is also a, a page on the toastmasters.org regular, the main site. And I think if you just do a search at, on the, on toastmasters.org for rotary, you'll come up with all kinds of, of articles and informational pieces about it. Yeah. I'm seeing toastmasters.org slash rotary. Looks like yeah. there's lots of resources there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not real formal where you you have to submit paperwork that you are a, a Rotary Alliance. You know, it's not like if you if you want to start a gavel club or a youth leadership, you you have to do all kinds of paperwork. Those are projects that you get credit for in the program. The Alliance, I believe, does not. It's not in and of itself something that you get Pathways credit for. If there's a project that you end up doing through the Alliance that would fit a Pathways project, that would be a great thing to go for. And you would have to conform to certain requirements. But as I said before, there's a lot of locally determined aspects to this, and it's very informal. Just check it out online and then maybe look up, do a Google search for Rotary, and then you can probably find a club in your area just to go visit. You don't have to tell them you're from Toastmasters, just thought you'd check them out. I also noticed in Kate's article that there's a link to an interactive map showing all of the places around the world where there's something happening between Toastmasters and Rotary. Uh, So be sure to check out Kate's article in the March 2022 issue of the magazine. The online version has a link uh, right to that interactive map. Yeah, there's quite a few pins in that map too. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kate, it sounds like you've learned a lot from your experience digging into Rotary. And I'm sure that you probably had thoughts on how Rotary and Toastmasters would be working together. I'm curious as to whether or not your perspective has changed after doing all of these interviews. Did you have any epiphanies or surprises? I was surprised at how informal it is. I don't know if I'm really surprised by this because I I encounter this a lot, but it was good to have it reinforced. People are very excited about serving each other and helping and getting involved in new things. And it seems like the longer someone has been in Toastmasters or Rotary, the more they love doing what the organization does and the, the more they want to help other people And because they realize that when they help other people, they help themselves. It was good to see, to have demonstrated for me how similar Rotary is to Toastmasters, maybe not in its structure, but in its desire to make the world a better place, one person at a time. That's right. And you put the two organizations together and you can have some powerful outcomes from it, making the world a better place. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. And Kate, before we wrap here, I just want to ask, I mentioned that you're a writer and editor Stepping aside from Rotary and Toastmasters for just a moment, do you want to share just a bit about what you do as a writer and where folks can go to learn more about your writing services? 
Yes, thank you. I have been a writer for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I started as a newspaper reporter in New England and then moved to South Florida. And I moved gradually into magazine writing and marketing. I started a copywriting service a couple of years ago. I help people write website copy and LinkedIn profiles for themselves, promotional copy and such. And I, I also help people write books. So I, I have a website which, which shows what I do and a little bit of how I do it. It's The company's called Kate's Copy and the website is katescopy.net. And I also, um, I do some freelance writing for Toastmaster and others. Toastmaster has been a good market for me. They've got some interesting subjects that they let me write about. Yeah, we agree. It's an absolutely phenomenal publication. It's the probably the only magazine that I actually read cover to cover. Yeah. I would say it's the best magazine about Toastmasters I've ever read. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I've learned a lot from it, which, um, and I always looked forward to when it would come in the mail. It's online too, so you can you can take a whole library of, stuff of Toastmaster with you on your phone. And everyone, just a reminder that if you enjoyed this episode as much as we did and you got some golden nuggets out of it, please take the time and share it with your friends. You can find the Toastmasters podcast at toastmasterspodcast.com, toastmasters.org, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Ryan? Kate McClare, thanks so much for joining us and sharing your insight from your research into the Toastmasters and Rotary Alliance. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, I had fun. Thank you so much for asking me. I look forward to hearing it. You guys <laughs> yeah. are good. <laughs> you guys have the best Toastmaster podcast anywhere. <laughs> we appreciate it. Isn't it about time you publish that book you've been thinking about? We can help with that. At ebookit.com, we've been providing authors and small presses with ebook publishing services since 2010. Visit us today at ebookit.com and let us know how we can help you.